Hey everybody, welcome back to a new episode of Project Tahiti, Magical Place. I'm one of your hosts, Jess, and I'm joined by your other host, Jared. Hello. Hello. All right, this is the mid-season finale for season three, I believe, and it is a good one. It's also, we got a lot going on. <laughs> and I have a lot of typos in these notes I'm seeing. <laughs> a oh, lot of typos. A lot of typos. I think I was like trying to get down as much as I could without pausing and shows. <laughs> um, before we get started, we are a part of the But Why Though podcast community. So be sure to check them out on Twitter at But Why Though PC and their website, But Why We are super proud to be a part of their community. All right. This is season three, episode 10, titled Mavith. Um, which did we decide that's the name of the planet? Yeah, no, I, it, it, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I read that online. Uh, and it's also was written on the castle and whatnot. And they bring it, Malik brings it up, right? Yeah, but I don't think that he ever says that, that that's what the planet is called. He just talks about it meaning death. So I don't know. But I, I'm calling this planet Mavith because that's what I assumed it was. <laughs> So just to be clear, um, this episode was written by Jeffrey Bell, directed by Vincent Missiano, and originally aired December 8th, 2015. Uh, so we are on Map. I, I asked this because we're on Mavith, I guess, or whatever this planet is called, <laughs> whatever we're calling it. And I thought it was really funny that everyone's in like combat gear, except for Fitz, who's in his like business casual, like button up and tucked in shirt with his like iPad. <laughs> And um, Fitz is like standing off to the side and he's pissed that he's there and Ward's like, what's the holdup? And he's like, sorry, I need to concentrate on my calculations. Like I have limited data. Um, leave me alone. And then he turns around and starts to show Ward and then he goes for Ward's gun and Ward punches him in the face and he tumbles down the hill. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, there's this is just going to be an interesting team up right now. And then um, one of the other guys is like, I forget what he says, but he's like, hey, come look at this. And they find this like Hydra that's like, it looks like a shrine. It's supposed to be. Um, and it's like right in front of this big field of of nothing. <laughs> but here, here's Ward in his spiritual, um, I don't want to say crusade. Uh, I don't, what am I trying to say? His, his spiritual awakening <laughs> is happening now with this, this Hydra shrine. He, yeah, he'll be ready to start his crusade. <laughs> yeah, there, there we go. <laughs> there we go. It's a wrong word. Um, back on Earth, um, the Quinjet docks with the Zephyr. And I, I we talked about this last episode, but this special, the, the digital effects for this look so cool. Like, it looks real. Like. Well, and I think like, that they did a good job with it. Like you, you mentioned when they had the the jet uh, fly fly out when it was uh, Hunter and May a few episodes back. Yeah, like some of this, some of these special effects are getting really good. Yeah, this looks really good. and It looks really cool. And um, uh, Mac is really unhappy about Colson's actions. Like, did you guys try to stop him? And Hunter's like, well, to be honest, I was going to go with him, but he beat me to it. <laughs> and, and which is fair. Um, and Bobby is like, well, all we have to do is take the castle. 
and it'll be fine. Like, we'll have control of that room. And Max like, yeah, it's just that easy. And um, she's like, well, I didn't say it was going to be easy, but, you know, we, you know, we can still do it. We can still try. We find out that Hydra has um, started bringing in humans to the castle and um, they're in their pods still. And Joey pipes up and he's like, so what is the mission now? Are we going to save the Inhumans? Are we going to get Coulson and Fitz back? Or are we here to kill war? Like, what is the plan? <laughs> and Hunter has a very good point of like, well, you know, when you work with S.H.I.E.L.D., like you have a plan, the plan goes to shit. And then you have a new plan. And this is a, this is the time that the plan goes to goes to shit so just so you know and mac decides to set up two teams to infiltrate and they are going to have most of their combat crew off to the side because um they don't want everyone going in all at once or he doesn't want everyone getting going all at once because they're outnumbered no matter what so they're gonna do it stealth style um we go to the castle and apparently malik's idea for the inhumans is to give them to this thing that they're trying to bring back this in this ancient inhuman because uh, he needs an army which is really gross and so Gemma is being sassy in the corner and she's like your calculations are off and blah 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 and Malik is like well I didn't know you'd be so keen to help and she's like well I'm only helping because I want I don't want you guys to screw up Fitz's return and um, Malik has this line about how you know Fitz is just going to be a gift like he was never meant to return which they're just going to sacrifice him to the thing and um meanwhile Daisy has found entrances to the castle because she's like okay this thing is like hydropowered but there's no water source nearby so they used aqueducts to bring the water in and so she found an entrance through aqueducts so they're going to go in through there um, and back on Maveth um Fitz is leading them what they think is the next to the next portal opening uh, but really he just finds will's tunnel opening and he drops in but he doesn't close it behind him and will is like laying there sleeping and he's like hey hey it's it's me it's fitz and he recognizes fitz which was really sweet but then of course the rest of hydra comes in behind them so point of that <laughs> um <laughs> there is a point but whatever um and then we go to the scene where Coulson is dreaming about Rosalind and she's like, you have to get up, you have to get up. And they're like in bed together after spending the night together. And Coulson his eyes and he wakes up next to a skull. And then he looks up at the sky and in a true fanboy moment is like, oh, look at that tattooing because there's two moons on Mammoth. <laughs> and he sees the two moons and I was very happy because Coulson is all of us. Um, meanwhile, Fitz is trying to reason with Ward, which sounds like a really dumb idea, um, not to kill Will because he's like, we need him to show us the way to the portal. Like he's the only way we're going to survive. And then Ward sees how the beds are set up and he comments how, oh, so this is how Simmons survived the cold nights. Um, and, uh, Fitz notices that Will's leg is bleeding and he's like, what happened he's like oh i was a i was attacked by that thing by it when i was trying to save Gemma. and then fitz tells him you know Gemma's fine she got back Ugh. ward's being gross yet again back on earth um joey is very useful and he melts the metal grate to the aqueducts if you couldn't you forgot he has powers to control metal to build and to, to destroy and matt calls the inhumans he's like you take the power rangers and go get fitz and simmons <laughs> which i thought was really funny 
Because <laughs> Mac is just like so not a believer in any of this shit. And here he is leading everybody uh, in this mission. Great. So May and the Power Rangers are going to find Fitzsimmons. But uh, May might have another plan because she turns up in the compound area where like all the inhumans um and meanwhile Gemma is cutting herself loose and um (laughs) um daisy sees iron chef off in the distance she's like okay we got to stay away from him because he's telekinetic and joey's like is that where you can move things or where you can read minds and Daisy's like, well, it's where you can move things. It's like, good, because I don't want anyone to know what I'm thinking. And Lincoln's like, well, what? Because you'd rather be anywhere but here and you're terrified. And, you know, we're all here. We're all thinking that. And Mick's like, I'm not thinking that. <laughs> of course. And Daisy's like, okay, everyone but May is thinking that. But, you know, you're, you'll be fine. Just, like, follow our lead. We got this. Like, and May's like, oh, I wish it wasn't lit up like a circus. And so Lincoln, of course, goes to take care of that. And he turns off the lights. How yet? And then as the lights get turned off, Gemma frees herself. She, What does she have? Does she have like a shiv? I don't know. <laughs> like, where did she get that? Or does she just carry it with her everywhere now? <laughs> like, is that hey, from hey, the planet? Hey, after her experiences, <laughs> if she has a little shiv made out of alien plant root or whatever, I think that... Is more feel, than understandable, right? I I agree, but I th- I was like legitimately like, where did she get that? And I feel like it's from the planet because it looks like a piece of wood, right? No, it does. And then where <laughs> else would she like? Th- but the fact that like like what does she like sleep with it now? You know, yeah. Like, like so, if something happens, she has it on her. I, I kind of love it. I, don't I mind do too, it. and it makes sense. Like, just keep your shit with you at all times. You never know. <laughs> God. Oh God, it's sad to think of her as like someone with the trauma of that like but she did live through like we referred to it as like space cast away you know it yeah is, it is what happened yeah i i totally get it i have mace and a taser wherever i go <laughs> it's a little different but <laughs> i didn't i didn't make a shiv on another planet and carry it everywhere but you know same yeah same i just mentality. live in fear <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> um oh man did i tell you about the guy I don't think you saw, I, I don't think I, I, I saw that you saw, uh, I tweeted about it, but I was walking, I think Friday, no, Thursday morning, either Thursday or Friday morning, very early. Like I was going to go uh, get, t- take a, a bus and I needed to make a connecting uh, a line. And so I, I was out at like 545 in the morning and I walked, I watched a dude not far from my apartment. He was on his bike by one of the on the sidewalk where it's like a little bit wider and there's a bunch of cars parked because it's like combination like residential and like hospital like or medical facilities like, like mm-hmm. it, but there's a bunch of people parked on the side of the, of the road and a lot of parking uh parking meters and whatnot as a result and this dude was on his bike for a little bit crossed got like got, got onto the sidewalk after crossing the street and went, barely continued before hopping off his bike picking it up with both arms chucking it directly like as hard as he could against the side of a car like throwing it into the side of a car then picking it back up and like shaking it for a second like stabilizing it, getting back on and then while once he got uh, up fast enough sticking out his left leg and kicking off three uh driver's side mirrors why i don't know (laughs) it's happened directly in front of me and he drove like right by me right after that and i like my instinct was like a shadow fuck's wrong with you but then like that thing you're talking about my version of the mace or the 
alien plant root shiv is I was like, I'm not going to say a damn thing. Yeah. I'm going to run to the bus stop <laughs> because <laughs> this shit is fucking insane. <laughs> I don't want him to pick up his bike and throw it at me. Like, yeah. Oh my God. What the hell? But you know, that was, that was my uh, <laughs> survival <laughs> technique is just running. Maybe you should get an alien plant shiv and carry trash. LA man. Maybe. <laughs> I, I mean, I know. I know, I know a lot of women who have knives and most of them, like you said, like, like have a, a, a mace or something, you know, or a whistle yeah. or some, something. Yeah. I, I used to carry an, I used to carry a knife, but I forgot that it was in my purse and it got taken away by TSA. <laughs> no. So I just have never replaced it. <laughs> one, one Comic-Con I was coming back from working when I, when I lived in Portland, I was coming back from San Diego and I had a, cutter in my pocket from breaking down boxes oh, the night yeah. before and i remembered wall and security right before like we got to like the end of yeah. the line and there's all these you know the garbage cans for people to pour out their drinks yeah so i grabbed my empty water bottle and like pretended i was pouring it out and just chucked it and the, <laughs> and the, the box cutter in the trash it was like well that's a yeah. dollar 15 or whatever <laughs> off the take out of my per diem <laughs> i know i i've totally done that too because i I work conferences sometimes for work and I need box cutters to like open yeah. up all the stuff and I'll like forget. A lot of times they'll provide us with like little disposable box cutters, but I always bring my own just in case. Yep. That's happened to me. I've had to TSA scold me. I'm like, it's not like I was doing it on purpose. <laughs> God, I just forgot I had it. Because it One so time crazy. Coming from San Diego, we had uh, not, I'd meant to throw away a very small amount of pot. We'd, <laughs> we've been given by a fan at comic-con and uh partook of but then accidentally flew with it in my cargo pants my cargo oh, shorts damn. all the way back to portland and then realized it and was like oh no <laughs> that was it was before it was legal. yeah <laughs> so <laughs> that was rough I should not have done that. I don't. Rec <laughs> I highly recommend not doing that. <laughs> like, even after the fact, like even knowing there was nothing that could happen when I realized it, I was like my anxiety was in full gear. Like, oh, I was like, yeah. "What the hell is wrong with me? Like, all that risk for nothing." Yeah. <laughs> and, oh God. That is well, it was le it was legal in California. It was fine, <laughs> just not federally. <laughs> Yeah, Gemma has her has her shiv that she carries with her everywhere, which is wow. There's a lot of feelings there. <laughs> I think you must be right that she must have it on her all the time, though. That is that's some subtle character stuff that they've worked in there. Like it's really yeah. easy to miss. Yeah, I, I I missed it. Well, I was kind of like, where did she get that? And then I was like, wait, is that wood? Okay, that's from the planet. Because <laughs> why would you carry around a wood? Like, why would you make that at home? You could just get a knife. <laughs> or shield like they can make weapons for you so yeah yeah, yeah. she literally she <laughs> she is best friends and maybe falling in love with or in love with their gadget guy <laughs> like she could have a little <laughs> knife that looks like you know uh you know a box of matches or something she presses a button turns into like a, yeah. a, a, a you know a katana blade or something <laughs> like, yep totally could but this obviously has some meaning to her um she survived anyway um back on mavith uh will and fitz are walking together which who 
decided that was a good idea to let them walk together. Like Ward is slipping here. Um, but they're planning. And he's like, yeah, you know, that guy, he works for Hydra. They're the people that sent you here. He's like, oh, Hydra. Yeah. And then um, uh, Fit sees that Will is bleeding. And then Will is like, well, you're bleeding too. And they're like, oh, great. Like, that means the, the thing is going to come for us. And Will's like, oh, just follow my lead. I'll lead us to, you know, I'll lead us mm. to safety or whatever. <laughs> I don't trust anybody that good looking who's an astronaut. <laughs> <laughs> should be, he, should be, he should be super nerdy and a mathematician if he's an astronaut. Why does he look like some sort of leading man? Dude, don't trust him. I know. And I think uh, Fitz even has like a line of like, I always wondered what our meeting would be like. And he's kind of like, you know. I never imagined the smell or something. <laughs> Just like, oh, that's kind of rude. <laughs> and then Will's like, I can see why Gemma loves you. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So weird. Um, back on Earth, uh, Gemma finds the Inhumans in their pods, and then she finds the Shield containment facility, which has Andrew in it. And um, he pops up, and he's like, "Please help me, let me out." And she's like. Mm. I don't know about that. Like the last time you were out, you killed a bunch of people and I don't know if I trust you. And he's like, yeah, but I would never hurt you. And she just has like very good reasoned responses to like everything that he says. And then yeah, she doesn't really <laughs> let him press her buttons for like, she does a good job. Yeah. She's just kind of like, mm, no, I don't think so. Um, and then Hydra starts to come in. And so she opens the pod and lets him out and they see that the pod is open and they come at him with guns and you can see him start, start turning into lash as he's backing up to the back of the pod. And so now lash is unleashed. Oh, Gemma, what did you do? Um, really fighting the dad pun to say unlashed. Oh God. <laughs> We haven't seen Coulson yet. That just reminds me. <laughs> Speaking of, <laughs> on Mavith, Coulson finds Fitz's jacket on the ground, or I think it's his jacket, someone's jacket. And it's it's funny because like up until this point, I kind of forgot that he was there. <laughs> forgot that he was like since that since that opening, that yeah. emotional, emotionally manipulative opening. Yeah, we've just been like, where's Coulson? Yeah, I forgot that he was on the planet too. So he finds Fitz's trail and he's going after them. And and Will has led. Um, Hydra and Fitz into the no fly zone and there's a sandstorm going on and they're like oh we have to wait this out and so Will starts taking out the Hydra guards and Fitz helps him he like distracts one of them while um, Will takes him out with a knife <laughs> and then um, they run off and Ward is like okay we got to move and then he finds all these dead guys and Someone comes up and shoots the other two agents, which we, I, I mean, we thought, I thought was Will and Fitz, but it's Coulson. Coulson caught up to them and he's there for word. And it's going down. Um, back on Earth, Bobby, Mac, and Hunter are all in the castle. They've made it in successfully. And Hunt, they're like, is this, they're looking at the heat signatures again, which I don't know why this is an ongoing joke all of a sudden, but they're looking at their heat signatures. They're like, how can you tell who's us? And so Hunter waves. And he's like, that's us. And they're like, really? <laughs> well, I don't know what it is with Hunter and the heat signatures, but it's, it's cracking me up. Um, and um, Daisy goes to work on the computers, but the Iron Chef shows up and tries to kill her and she doesn't even know he's there. But Joey and Lincoln are right behind her and Joey jumps in front of Daisy and the bullets melt with his power. They just do it like instinctively. And then um, they knock out uh, Iron Chef and, and Lincoln zaps him and... <laughs> 
I, I know that it, it really tickles you that I call him that, but I really can't remember his name. So. It's okay. Mark DeCascos or DeCascos. Well, we forgive you. <laughs> okay. Sorry, dude. Um, and then May finds Simmons and Simmons is like, Andrew is here. And May's like, it's okay. That's not the mission. Like we have to go, um, we have to go help. Um, and uh, Gemma and May show up in the castle and Gemma and Daisy are reunited and they hug. And I, it's just so sweet to, that they actually show that on screen because I feel like so many shows like this wouldn't have put something like that on screen to just show their friendship. And it's just, it's just really meaningful. <laughs> um, and they have barricaded themselves barricaded themselves inside this part of the castle, but they know that Hydra knows they're there and that they're going to come for them. And so Joey goes and reinforces the doors and Mac is super happy to see Gemma. But then they realize that May is missing. And then Gemma explains that Andrew is there and that he's loose. Um, And May goes to where all the other Inhumans are and Andrew was, and she realizes that all the other Inhumans are dead because Andrew killed them. Lash killed them. Of course. Um, back on Mavith, Ward is chatting away, and this is what he's talk- when he's talking about how his life has new meaning. He's just you know having this monologue, and Cole's like, yeah, whatever. And um, <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> um, he's like, you know, I thought that I just wanted revenge, but now I have something more. It's so much more meaningful. And Colson shoots him in the arm. He's like, I don't know, that felt pretty good. <laughs> and he tells him to keep walking. And Ward, this is where Ward has his speech about this was meant to be. I knew it was meant to be because you're here. And Colson's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. You are crazy. <laughs> Which, yes, he is. Um, back on Earth, Gemma explains what Malik's plan was in bringing back the old Inhuman and having the other Inhumans there to be his army, essentially. And when Lincoln hears this, he wants to destroy the entire compound. He's like, we should just bring this whole thing down. Like, we can't let that thing back here. There's a reason. Like, we don't want to help Hydra bring it back. And May returns and she's like, oh, there's no point. All the Inhumans are dead because of Lash. So fine um malik now discovers the dead inhumans and um realizes that lash is out and one of his guards is like okay should we we should go like shield is here um like this is falling apart and malik is like no you have 15 minutes to retake that part of the castle like we are finishing this so hydra is breaking through and um they're like so what do we do like if that thing comes through we shoot at it like what if that doesn't work like we have to wait for Fitz and Colson. Like, what do we do? And Hunter's like, I'm going to be honest. I'll probably just run. <laughs> that thing comes through. Oh, I love him so much. I miss him. Um, and Mac decides that everyone is going to leave except for him. Um, and it's not a good idea to have all their best agents in the same place. They need to go. And then if Colson and Fitz come through, they'll have them. If the other thing comes through, they can shoot at the castle and bring it down. And Mac will be the only one that that doesn't survive in that case. Um, and he's like, if I don't survive, May is the, the new director. And Daisy's like, well, I'm staying because if anything happens, I can actually keep the portal open. Plus, I'm your partner. So I'm staying. So he's like, all right, everybody out but Daisy. And so I love them. <laughs> I, was, I forgot. I had forgotten about this this moment between the two of them. Um, back on Mavith, Coulson sees uh, Fitz and Will in the distance, and um, Will and Fitz are talking. And Fitz is like, "Oh, does your leg hurt?" And Will's like, "Oh, I really can't feel it. It's fine." And they start talking about Gemma, 
And then Fitz sees the ruins of a civilization. He's like, Gemma didn't tell me about this. And Will's like, oh, it's because she never saw it. Because it's like in the no-fly zone. And then he starts talking about how there were nine cities and how they had the potential to be this great civilization, but they destroyed themselves through competition and infighting. And Fitz is like, why do you know so much about this? And Will's like, because I was there. And he's saying this as... Fitz is inspecting his leg and he realizes that his leg is like rotting away and this is not Will. <laughs> so but- also the rotting that yeah. makes me think too to backtrack what we talked about in the past I think he may have already been the guy because like if it was a new wound why would it rot so quickly? I don't know. I don't know but also like if he fought, he was, but we don't know if he that's doesn't true matter. either. We don't know, <laughs> we don't any, know. We don't know any of it. Oh, know. gosh. Oh, uh, man. It's all oh, terrible. Just, I just love that Fitz waits for many years, slight spoiler, before he. To bring this up, yeah. <laughs> before he actually is like, oh, yeah, well. Uh, and I forget that he's the one that discovers all this because I totally forgot that Fitz is the one that goes to Maveth instead of Gemma. But anyway, well, so I, I, I don't, like, I think I sort of realized that he, I remembered he went, but I had not, I did not connect that he's the one who made the discovery i did not remember that Ugh. actively oh, man this so, is <laughs> so gross but anyway so they start to fight and um it's kind of funny because will does actually get or fitz does actually get to fight will even though it's not really will I, it's got to be a little bit satisfying to be like fuck you i'm taking Gemma back <laughs> well, and to be able to and to be able to hate a guy with that face regardless of when it went down <laughs> exactly. like, that's got to be so cathartic to just it, like because it's it is not easy breaking up with someone you care about or knowing like that they love someone else or especially if they currently love someone else. I think like, like it's yeah. not easy for someone to process usually no matter what, like we're just like, like people can deal with it, but, but humans have to process that stuff. And yeah, it's hard to a, feel more than one thing at the same time. Yes. Possible. <laughs> and I feel like he, uh, this is very, very human, like you said. It's just very <laughs> satisfying as a fan to see him get to be like, oh, yeah, pretty boy astronaut or whatever. Like, I'm going to pummel you. Yeah, <laughs> like, but through all of this, he is not winning this fight, even though no, he because he's fits versus an immortal <laughs> inhuman who's also in the body of a guy who just would probably wipe the floor with fits anyway. <laughs> right? He's a big astronaut, dude. It's, it's poor fit. I know. He's just outnumbered and outgunned. Um, he's he's and, trying. He is trying. <laughs> he's doing his best. But Coulson sees what's happening and he sees that Will is about to kill Fitz. He's about to smash his head in with a rock. And so he shoots him. And we see the portal activate. And then on the other side of the portal, um, I says May and Mac, but this is supposed to say Daisy and Mac are ready. <laughs> change that real quick um daisy and mac are ready for whatever is going to come through the portal Maisie and mac (laughs) Maisie and mac and will starts obviously walking towards it kind of like a zombie and fitz shoots him and he like kind of goes down but he's still obviously able to to walk and then now colson and ward are fighting because ward took the chance that colson was distracted to like take him down and then fitz brings out a flare gun and shoots will with it and will catches or Will's body catches on fire and falls to the ground. And Daisy's like, dude, we're out of time. And she's passing out from the vibrations. Her nose is bleeding. Fitz is begging Coulson to leave Ward. He's like, it's done. It's over. We have to go. The portal's closing. And Coulson has Ward down on the ground. And with his robo hand, he crushes 
Ford's chest in. That sound effect, man. Oh, and the music when this is playing is like this melodic like thing, which is it feels like closure. Like it's like happy, like oh, yes. finally, like relief. And it, then he it, ta- Oh, it's so good. And Fitz is just watching this all happen in horror. He's like, "What the fuck did Colson just do?" <laughs> like And then Colson takes his hand off and just leaves it there. And he then He throws his hand down and it's like it feels very very like knight on a battlefield or like samurai like after they kill the person like putting yeah. the sword in the ground sort of like yeah. like right but, next to them like I, like I don't know if it's like it doesn't I don't feel like it's honoring the person they killed I think it's like honoring the sacrifice that they just went through but it feels very representative of him being like I gave up part of myself doing this yeah and the, and that this needs to stay here like this stays on the planet like it's not coming back with me type of thing. Like I'm done. Yeah. I'm leaving it here. Tr- trying to put a, put it, to do it and then put it aside yeah. and be done with it. Which we all know can't happen because and we're human and that's just what happens. <laughs> you can't just leave things <laughs> <laughs> like that. It always, it's always with you. Um, and something is happening with Will's body. I think it is starting to come out. It's like this little slimy like thing um and meanwhile may is up in the air with the rest of the team and she deploys the weapons on the castle and it seems like mac and daisy are still inside which is like for a moment we're like oh no but then the containment module flies up out of the castle and mac says i got him you know get ready to receive me and so the containment module goes onto the zephyr the door opens um mac at and Daisy come out and Daisy goes to Lincoln, which is great. And he's out and he's happy. And then Colson walks out and he goes to May and they hug. And then Gemma goes to the window and she's kind of standing there crying. And then she sees Fitz and she hugs Fitz. But it's kind of obvious that like she was expecting Will to come too. And he's not there, but she's also very happy to see. To yeah, she's see genuinely Fitz. happy, but she's also sad. Yeah. God, poor thing can't imagine what she's going through but um it's funny because colson and fitz are looking at each other while they're hugging their respective friends and just the look on colson and fitz's faces is like okay we made it but at what cost yeah (laughs) what the fuck what came back what did we bring back with us yeah and what not just you know like metaphorically but like literally what did we bring back because the very end scene is malik in a car driving away and then stop because there's a man standing in the street holding cold hand and it's ward but it's also not Ward. And yeah because like even more queer than they ever made with will physically it's like he's got zombie face yeah and it's not great so the thing is there and Colin and fitz are fucked up now everybody else seems happy but we shouldn't be happy because now there's something new <laughs> or old i guess literally and that's the episode so ward unknowingly got to fulfill his destiny of starting a new beginning on maveth (laughs) he wanted to become the big muckety mucket of hydra which now he is yeah he certainly (laughs) is he's the original muckety muck of hydra he's a corpse being ridden by an inhuman monster Um, so you'd asked before about Maveth. It is the name of the planet. Uh, should we transition into spoiler section? Yeah, let's transition. Spoiler section uh, time. Spoiler section. 
I don't know when they reveal it's the planet's name. I don't think they have yet. I think you're okay. right. I don't think they've said it out right. But according to all this information, it's definitely the name. And it, there's a lot more discussion of it the rest of this season. And then even though we don't come back to it, I don't think there's discussion of it in later seasons as well. So maybe it doesn't come up I feel towards like the end of this. I don't know. Either there's a flashback scene or like when Malik, doesn't he have to like sacrifice a family member or something? Or was that also a flashback? There was definitely a flashback to his in his origins before so maybe that's when we find out that's what the planet's name is maybe but uh i, I can't remember but what's yeah. interesting is also on the marvel key for marvel uh movies for the mcu that we usually use as an as a, one of our resources there's mention of something i can't find any mention of anywhere else i'm gonna research it of but of maveth appearing in the comics and being one of those things that's come after the fact Oh. And it's a little bit, I mean, it's a, it looks like it's a dead planet from what I can tell, according to them, it has something to do with the storyline involving the Phoenix force. So it's probably Avengers versus X-Men. Uh, but the Shatori, the, uh, the aliens that in the comics are originally a alternate version of scrolls, but are now something else because they use the name in the movies mm-hmm. as the weird minions that Loki and Thanos yeah. use for no reason to do nothing <laughs> to accomplish nothing. Uh, but, but, uh, they like reclaim the planet of this dead planet called Mapeth, and, and apparently in some comic, but it's not identified. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to huh. do a little research. I'm now I'm curious to see the one appearance that is not documented on like the comic book websites of, uh, of the, the Marvel comics universe version of Mapeth. Right. Interesting. But I liked it enough. Like these are some of my favorite episodes, so I feel like yeah, it's worth it to just out of my curiosity. I, I want to look at it and see if I can't track it down because it's nothing's coming up with Google, so I'll have to actually look through comics, which is fun. Yeah. And uh, but but time consuming and not as easy as, <laughs> as yeah. doing a word search. Uh, but I will I'll be checking that out, and that's the closest thing to a comics connection we have. No new characters have been introduced these last two episodes, uh, the previous one or this, and. So all we really have to talk about are, I guess, long-reaching effects and and yeah, whatnot. I I really am now that we're talking about Maveth and like the nine cities or whatever and that situation. I feel like there's that's a really I love that world building there. Like even if it wasn't from the comics, like that's super interesting to me. And then like did the so the thing showed up, and then it it, it sort of makes me feel like it was you know, like a, like a Lucifer figure in their culture, you know, like he's the thing that maybe it feels like the way he's phrasing it after, you know, it's, it's that this is hive and he's been around to witness it. Like he says, it feels like maybe he did it. Yeah. You know, he's like bragging. Like I, I was the chaos that brought them down. I was the one who caused the infighting, you know, and it's like, and knowing his powers to like control people like Mm -hmm. are inhumans, like, if they had humans there too, which is, I, I'm not sure if they ever established on this show. I can't remember if they say that the Creed did it in other, but if they say that the Creed did it on other planets, but it's, I don't know it, if they say it on the show, but in the comics, it's, yeah. it's, it's uh, something that they do on countless worlds anywhere, mm-hmm. but they were more sophisticated than they experiment on cave people essentially. So there's inhumans on all these different planets, including 
Thanos, like Thanos, uh, or he's not in human, he's eternal, but those, those are, it's, it's, sorry. The upcoming Eternals movie uh, <laughs> is basically the same premise as in humans, but with these godlike alien beings called celestials. Yeah. yeah. The, the celestials went and experimented and created the eternal. And I think that because they're both created by Jack Kirby, at some point, someone tried to justify it as basically the Cree either had some genetic memory or some Cree did his, you know, was some Cree historian discovered the history of the and was like, hey, we could do that. Yeah, yeah this is a good idea. We yeah. should also do the same thing. Do so, genetic like, manipulation of another species. And but make the Inhumans predate the Eternals in actual publication and conception from Jack right. Kirby. So it's very weird. Uh, and it's all nonsense. Yeah. Uh, but but that's the reason I got confused is because they're virtually the same exact thing. Yeah. Uh, but I, I can't help but wonder if it's supposedly the same thing because isn't he only able to take over humans who are dead? I thought so. He can only take over living in humans. He can take over many multiple inhuman minds. Right. Like- but I don't think he I don't think he can possess more or corpse human corpses. Yeah. I think I think in humans he are the only people he can like do the hive mind thing with. So if he did so is not just with being a clever evil bastard and did it with his powers on that planet, then there had to be in humans. Yeah. Which is plausible, like I said, but I don't know that they ever say it outright. Although they also these inhumans had the, the obelisk to send it to Mava. So you'd think there's some yeah. connection to the Kree to humans or something. Yeah, like, like why this planet how do they have this thing? Yeah, like, and why are all of the obelisk or all of the um, monoliths sending them to this planet in particular? Like, there has to be a connection. Because right. why wouldn't they just send you to other planets? Yeah, wh- like, and how? <laughs> what? How? How does it have this relationship with Meveth? Like, yeah, that's interesting. Damn, now I want that story. <laughs> Someone write this comic. That's a spinoff, man. Like yeah. that's your, that's your Disney Plus show. Give us, <laughs> give us like that's 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 Marvel's Game of Thrones. They keep talking about wanting a version of it. Yeah, Naveth. It's all ancient ancient history. Yeah, and have it be like the origins of Hydra on Earth connected somehow to Maveth and how that that, that could about. be a really good show and and like comic. That'd be that's a good idea. Yeah, I oh that's fascinating. <laughs> I think we just came up with good ideas that they missed. I figured so. figured out a bunch of stuff that they left open, man. Ugh. I love this stuff. Um, let's talk about Coulson and Ward real quick, even though we're still kind of talking about Ward here. They're they're parallels. Oh yeah. Um, I find it interesting that, like we said, like you know, Coulson's like leaving his hand to either symbolize like you know, I'm done. This is like the sword in the, in the corpse type of thing, or is like, I'm leaving this here. And then the look that him and Fitz give each other when they're back on the Zephyr is like, yeah, we didn't leave shit behind. <laughs> like this is coming back with us in more ways than one. Well, I feel like, I think you're right. I think like on some level, it's a little bit, this between, this stays between us, asshole. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah. That's... Like, like very bad things, Vegas vacation gone wrong sort of thing. Like, because like, I don't think he tells them like how he kills Ward. I think he just says that he died like on the planet somehow in the I next episode or so. I think you're right. I think like I think he eventually cops to it to maybe to May and Daisy. Yeah. Does to the group as a whole. And I don't know what he does initially. Like I don't think I don't think that he's like forthcoming with that. But I could be wrong. 
Because that makes him seem like a bloodthirsty, vengeful killer. Well, and because he's genuinely, <laughs> I think, ashamed. Like, like he, as he should be, even though he, it's because awesome. He's, because he's, because <laughs> he's not Ward, you know. Yeah, but he was turning into him in a sense. I hate so much that we're finally rid of him, but we're not. No, know? I but know. The wears his face and like has aspects of his personality, and then after all fucking that, that we think we're really done with him. We have a nice long break. We're sure we're done with him, and then boom, they framework. catch us off guard with the framework. They catch us off guard with the framework, and he's so nice and likable. Like he's everything we wanted him to be. Like fuck them. They're so good at messing with us. I know. I think it's too just Brett Dalton is just such a good he plays this character so well. They just like can't get rid of him. They have to keep bringing him back. And the fact that he's so wrapped up with every single character now, like he's done wrong by Daisy, by May, by Coulson, by Fitz and Simmons. Like they have this emotional attachment to him that's never like he's wrapped up in everyone's lives, whether they like it or not. And so to bring him back in the framework is just such a mind fuck because between like, I think it's like Daisy and Gemma are the only ones that like know that they're not in the framework. Is that right? When they're there? Yes. And so like, they're just like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, especially is... Daisy, because like, oh god, together it's so oh, fucked up. It's so fucked up. <sighs> the one thing that we have to look forward to um, at the end of the season is that Lincoln is the one who takes Hive out. So Link, we get to we get rid of Ward and Lincoln in one fell swoop. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so thanks, Ward in some way or hive whoever you are for helping us out there <laughs> it was a uh, it was something we needed <laughs> yeah one thing i really like about this episode is the way it was edited like to build up suspense and like at the very end you think that like you know max says blow up the castle like at the end of the timer once hydra goes in there and you think that they're gone and then we forgot about the containment chamber and so they're okay even though the containment chamber wasn't actually inside the castle it was like in the compound outside right whatever plot the basement. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it uh, electricity lasso uh conundrum <laughs> yeah whatever whatever, they whatever, so, it. <laughs> whatever something impossible happens we think of we'll, we'll, i'm just gonna think of Lincoln being able to pick people up with electricity yeah. and nobody being like, well, that's weird. How's that even work? Maybe Daisy was able to like vibrate it over <laughs> towards them. And that's like her new, a new side of her power. She can like telekinetically move things like towards her instead of just away. <laughs> yeah. Vibration. She can make the vibration come from another place. Yeah. And go towards her instead of like her hands out. <laughs> um, yeah, so the vibration is suction. It's not true. <laughs> nope. it's not true. So that I was also, so I know that Joey dies in this season, and I thought I was really worried when it was he happening. I thought it was going to happen in this episode. Was he jumps in front of Daisy, and then he's like, "Oh, I'm bulletproof," and he, it's so cute. But I feel like that's foreshadowing that he's going to die somehow like that. But I don't remember how he dies. I just remember I that he does. I don't either. Yeah, but he doesn't make it. When Daisy even has a line this episode about, or the last episode right before they left, like about having her team. Mm-hmm. Like, like I finally have my team because he has two, yeah. two Inhumans and it's Lincoln and Joey. That's her team. <laughs> and I guess yeah, a few red shirt soldiers or whatever. Yeah, but 
Yeah, no, like it's, but I was thinking like, oh man, it's not last, buddy. I know. Like this is like supposed to be like synergy with the, with, but it was supposed to be synergy with the comics, but they also didn't include anyone from the comics Mm. yet. You know, like they start to do more, like like Yo-Yo's coming up real soon. I think next episode she's doing. Yeah. But but like these two guys aren't in the comic. Oh, you think that's why they killed Joey off? I don't think so because so many other characters aren't. Like, I don't know. That's true. Why did they? Why? Why would you kill him? Maybe he, he just had as an actor. Yeah, an maybe actor, he wanted he to get out because they weren't. Yeah. <laughs> like he was just like, you know, this is great if you guys would use me. Maybe you don't. So yeah. If I was him, I, I could have easily seen myself if you had a better opportunity. Like oh yeah, more meaty role. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, I don't really have anything else to say. I thought I would have more to say, but kind of. Everything Me happened. too. I feel like <laughs> it's a big episode, but I feel like so much of the emotional stuff, you know, we covered already while we were talking about it before spoilers. Yeah. And then, like, as far as the two-parter, like, you know, a lot of the big stuff we, we talked about in, the previous, in our previous episode about the, the previous one, like, like, it's hard with two-parters. I don't think we jump the gun, but it depends on how they're balanced necessarily. Like, some of them... Mm-hmm. You're gonna do a lot, of, a lot of talking in the, in the first part, some of them in the second one, because I think like most of the story stuff and most of the character stuff that happened to everybody happened in the previous ep- episode, and then in yeah. this installment, it's great, it's, but it's, it's really, it's really two things are happening, and it's the ar- it's the arc of Fitz and Will slash Hive, yeah. and and Coulson versus Ward on yeah. Maveth, and everything else is very minor, and like we talked about it it's it's powerful stuff but it's not really complex like it's pretty simple yeah but like i don't know this isn't a criticism really but i do think it's why we don't have a whole lot of like detail or a whole lot of like interesting bits or or what not to analyze or discuss like just because there's not it's not that there's not a lot there but just everything is very much what happens like like, like there's not a lot of subtext maybe it's a it's very direct I have one question actually about the Hydra symbol that they find. The one that's like a ram's head thing or whatever and rocket ship and everything. Is that what that was? It was just a ram's head that looked. I feel like I didn't get a very good look at it. when I I think it was originally kind of a. But where did that come from? Originally, like, was that his head? Was that bring it hives head? Did he look like that? Did he look like a horned dude? Or yeah, maybe. And did they like? Did some of the people that were coming through the portal just bring that over to be like, oh? I'm gonna show sure. you. Like in the- <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> What'd you say? Say it again. I said, I, I, uh, he looks similar to the. Well, we well no, yeah, we see what he looks like in the we in do? the show. I just I just I, I looked up. I, I it's been so long I'd forgotten. Hold on, I want to send you a picture. I think it's based on his uh, on his actual face, which is it's funny because I can see how it would be like a ram's head kind of uh, image, like if you simplify it. But it's it's more like what it ended up becoming mm-hmm. uh, with the octopus face. Okay, I'm gonna send you a, an awesome concept art image. But he is what he pretty much looked. I remember what he looks like in the actual show because the Go. There you go. Send it in our chat. 
Do you remember now? No. You don't? I have no memory of this. What? Yeah, I'm going to send you now a photo of what he actually, like... But that (laughs) makes the whole octopus thing make sense. And we'll have to post this when this episode comes out. Yeah, oh, absolutely. But, like, but when you look at it straight on, you could see, like, the two tendrils that hang down and the ones overlapping it on the side of his face. Yeah. Uh, like, Like, you could see how they almost look like one single horn coming down on the side. And if you flip it upside down, it looks like that rocket ship symbol. It's interesting. It's all very interesting. Uh, but the, this one's next. It's a picture next to a lash that I'll also post in the account. But it's to show that I think the two good makeup jobs this season. They get mm-hmm. a, an alien and human looks. Oh, my God. I have no memory of seeing of seeing that. Yeah, man, this is crazy that how much we forget. Like, look, I was <laughs> I was envisioning, the, which is directly based on this. Like, like it doesn't look exactly yeah. like it, but it's based on it. And I was like, where did that symbol come from? And then so I, like, it I, came from him. That's yeah, crazy. I, I think it's yeah. I think it's his face. He's you know, he, he reminds me of like an evil Kit Fisto. <laughs> he totally <laughs> looks like an he looks like an evil like zombie Kit Fisto. <laughs> Like, right? Maybe that's like, the origin of, of Hive. Of, of, of Hive. <laughs> it's actually his whole thing. It's all weird force ability. And he's a. Yeah. It's Gephisto went Sith. Yeah. That's the combination uh, crossover comic that we need. <laughs> well, that's uh, Mihal from uh, who we've had on before. She uh, and I were in a conversation. Um, with uh, with our friend who uh, from uh, Star Wars Rep Matters with with SC, uh, mm-hmm. where she was talking about um, someone else brought up a Star Wars an unresolved plot thread from the Star Wars book Bloodline. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this and this relates directly to Marvel, so okay, bear, bear, bear with me. Uh, but in it, there's a character who you know who does time for a. A napkin bomb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and no, like they never confirm who actually did it. But oh yeah, but, but Castrofo takes the fall to like take cover off of Leia for being Vader's daughter. Like, yeah. like he he ends up helping her big time and taking taking the fall, even though he had nothing to do with any of it. And he uh, is recommended, I think, by the author. Is that by? Was it Claudia Gray? Yeah. Uh, to be played by, or like she said, she envisioned him. I think maybe fans brought it up first, but she, I know, she endorsed Tom Hiddleston mm. as Castrofo. So I posted a GIF of of Loki when he's got the uh, thing over his face when he's in prison, and I said, <laughs> you know, justice for Castrofo. And, <laughs> and Mahal re- responded with, "Ooh, I would accept Loki as the person who's behind the napkin bomb." Oh. <laughs> Any character, I don't. I, I'm, I, in all, in all seriousness, I could not handle. I would give up on Star Wars if they actually in continuity had them <laughs> crossover in any way with any version of Earth. I'd just be like, I can't handle it. It's got to be in another dimension where sound is in space. <laughs> like, like, like for me, I, I, I couldn't process it. But See, I would but, eat that shit up. <laughs> I was gonna say if if they were going to do it in in, in, in like like it's, if they were going to and I had to deal with it or whatever, Loki would be acceptable. Yeah, because he is now, the god of chaos and randomness. He does go from dimension to dimension. Yeah, you know, like I'm, I I'd be more okay with it than I would almost any other version. And I, and even though my weird OCD stuff would make me not be able to handle it, 
and continuity. I love that stuff and like what ifs and crossovers and like, yeah. like like just stories that don't impact anything. So we have Loki go crossing over into the Star Wars universe with the napkin bomber, and now we have Sith Kit Fisto crossing over into the Shield universe as oh, Hive. Also, <laughs> um, I think you've been spoiled a little bit on where season season seven is going, even if you're not caught up with season six. Like you saw the trailer. Yeah, I did. Okay, so um, fans, I'm assuming most of you have seen the trailer as well. Maybe you haven't. Spoiler for that. Skip ahead. There's time. There's time travel. Okay. Um, But I thought that was one one last thought uh, that's shield related. But it's not anything I think we want to think about or hear. But it's something that gave me a little bit of ease when someone brought up just the the fact of how separate shield has become. You know, from from the MCU. And my justification is it's now a split off timeline. Yeah. After Endgame. I could handle that as being like it was they were the same and they did at some point because of all their time travel because yeah. of Daisy and, and dead fits and <laughs> not dead fits. And, yeah. you know, like the, the fits from the real MCU is dead in the future. <laughs> and our, our fits and, and all our shield people are from a They're, divergent earth. Yeah. That were created by their own machinations to save each other. So that's it's yeah. my weird possible solution headcanon. I mean, I would rather they just get to see May in a movie. <laughs> you know, I mean, Daisy. she hasn't died in the MCU timeline yet. So No, there's no reason they shouldn't. Other other May. Oh, oh May. also good point. We should contact Feige. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good point. And Daisy yeah. too. Yeah, they're both still around. Fitz is the only, Fitz and I guess did Coulson technically? I don't know. Now that's confusing. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> depending confusing. on when it diverts. <laughs> oh God! There might not. Maybe he never came back there. Oh, there you are. I don't okay. know. All right. On that note, where can people find you on the internet? People can find me at I Snow Nothing Online. And uh, where can people find you? I can be found at Space Jess with four S's in the Jess. You can find the podcast at Project Tahiti on Twitter. You can send us an email at projecttahitipod at gmail.com. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and if you're a browser listener on Podbean or at butwhythopodcast.com. Thank you all so much for listening to Project Tahiti, Magical Place. Catch you later. Oh man, amazing.